Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is Seth Geis and from the Villager Scar Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. We're uh, racing to the end of the year, trying to get the all the million cigars that released in August reviewed before uh, be eligible. Because you know we don't we don't want to be haters. We don't want to don't want to leave out any brands. So right. you know, here we go. Here we go. All right. So today we are talking about the Casa 1910 Cavalry Edition As de Oro cigar. Is a Toro Extra six by fifty four. Um, comes out of an undisclosed factory in Nicaragua. Uh, wrapper is Ecuadorian Habano, uh, binder is Mexican San Andres Negro, and the filler is Nicaraguan Jalapa Seco and Viso, uh, Ometepe Viso, and Esteli Lijero. Uh, blended by Manolo Santiago. Price point is $16.89, and the cigar was released in August of 2022. So with all that out of the way, Seth, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Listen, it's the, the first thing anyone who remembers the Casa 1910 is that this was the all Mexican first, weren't they? This was the group that did it, right? Yep. And then they, yes. And they're like, you yes. know what? We're bouncing. We're bouncing from Mexico. We're going someplace <laughs> else. Um, first, they really started out showing like these damp barnyard qualities, just wood, hay, finish of pepper spices, medium to medium full in strength and body. Um, really. You know, the funny thing is actually it's really a departure from their like Mexican stuff. So yeah. you're smoking, you're like, what the heck? This isn't even anything like it. And then you look at all the notes. Um the second, third, and, and final third are are pretty in line with that of the first third. I mean, except the fact that it's kind of going downhill in terms of quality. Um the burn and the, the burn and draw just the burn is all over the place, draws somewhat decent in the giant scheme of things. Um, final third is just lots of mineral wood and pepper spices. Pretty harsh. John. Yeah. So I didn't have a great experience. Uh, I'll get into more detail. So it's, it, it, it definitely got a lot of those components Seth was talking about. So like, um, you know, barnyard earthiness tannic wood um like just a just a real sort of earth forward profile um with a lot of sort of toasted earth and spice um and then you know there was some spicy bread which kind of gave some relief on the palate um but then that got immediately pushed aside by sharp wood and that was kind of as good as the experience got the second third was spicy molasses wood and then just became really wood forward and then just so much earth on the on the finish, um, and I was like, "Oh, I'm like this is gonna be a this is gonna be a long review." And then unfortunately, it took a turn for the worse in the last third. Uh, started out with bread and spicy wood, and then just became really harsh and unbalanced uh, ashiness and bitterness. And like at this point, I'm I'm like an hour and fifty some odd minutes into the review, so like it's not like I was smoking too fast, which would normally to me be an indication of. Um, but I think I know why, uh, at any rate, the, the last third was, was not pleasant. Um, burn was surprisingly almost perfect with just a touch of required a last third. The issue here, I think was 100% a construction problem. And I don't normally say this in a review, but, uh, it was definitely a construction problem. I had a draw that was literally one notch below plugged. Um, so I was still getting smoke production. Like if you felt this thing, it felt like a brick. Like, I don't know who was doing the, the bunching that day, but they're like, I have leftover tobacco and it all needs to go in the cigar. And so I, I, I definitely think that that harmed the, the flavor profile. Cause uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely the, the 
prototypical McDonald's milkshake draw on this bad boy. All of that to say, it was a pretty below average experience for me. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, this is going to start with toasted cedar and mild cinnamon. I got some earth that joined in fairly quickly, and then the cinnamon transitioned to baking spice. Uh, second third saw the baking spice transition to black pepper, and then a light vegetal note joined in. And then the final third saw the toasted toast level and the vegetal note increase. Um, I thought that scar had a nice start, had a good combination of flavors, but from the second third on, though, it was less dynamic and pretty linear and mundane. Um, you know, it's got the high price point, um, so the experience just didn't live up, I think, to that price point. And um, I just don't see myself really coming back to it all that often. Uh, but I definitely had a much more pleasurable experience than um, John and Seth did. So uh, getting into the scores, uh, I was the top scorer at 5.85. Uh, John gave it a 4.7 and Seth gave it a 4.33. Yeah, my score matched up well. I mean, it had an above average flavor profile. I had pretty good construction. I mean, (laughs) but I think this shows kind of like the difference between, you know, what you get out of the same box, right? So vastly different construction issues with you guys um, compared to myself. And I think that this is probably the knock on the brand at this point, but we'll kind of get that uh, a bit later. Uh, John, 4.7. Yeah, it measures up well. Um, that's about where I'd put it, you know, based on combination of construction issues and a sub, uh, so I would rate that subpar overall flavor experience. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised Seth's lower than me, but uh, Seth? Yeah, 4.33. 4. It's, 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 it's right in line. I think if I looked at the cigar, I'd probably give it a 4.32, but, you know, after smoking, <laughs> I gave it that 0.01. Um, listen, it's, it's, yeah, it was. It's it's concern. It, it was it was pretty bad. Um, it's really, you know, after, you know, after we can we just get into the overall conclusion? Yeah, after go the for first it. Time I smoked, it. I was like, right in. this is the first, you know, Mexican company that seems to take pride in 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 like their packaging, and that they were all you know Mexican tobacco, and the cigars were made there, and it, all of a sudden they go to a different country, and it's just I. Maybe other people don't like the first one. I don't know. It just seemed this was like seventeen dollars. This was a this was I don't know. I no, I probably wouldn't come back to the brand again. And I know we have some other ones to smoke after this, but it's it's I don't know. It's bad. Yeah. See yeah, I mean, I agree with you that you know, they had uh these very they they launched the brand with a single Vitola Mexican Puro, right? Yeah. And then they come out with now they have some other Vitolas in that in the full Mexican blend. And then they start this Nicaragua series. And now my understanding is they're going to do a Dominican series. So I don't know if this was the plan all along, or they kind of said, we're all Mexico all in. And then they're like, all right, well, we kind of have dug ourselves into a hole and now we need to branch out. But like the first time I experienced this brand was at the PCA trade show and they were sponsoring one of the seminars and um, they handed out the cigar, the, the full Mexican Puro version of the cigar. And it was not, it was not good. Like it was a quarter of an inch in and I was, I'm done. Like I'm not doing it. So, but the release version was much better um, than this, you know, mixed bag on what you're getting. Um, I haven't smoked any other sizes yet. And cause we have some more in the cavalry and we have more in the revolutionary edition. I haven't gotten to those yet, but it's, it, you know, talking to other people that smoke it, it just seems like, like you never know what you're going to get when you light one up. You don't know if you're going to get good. And I know that they have, that's, this can happen to anybody. But I think the no, variation between cigars that's, is just that's this is this is way too inconsistent. And yeah, if people are yeah. saying that, that's 
it, it really, it, you're like, man, the, no, the packaging doesn't make any sense. The names isn't going to, if I was a retailer, I'd be like, dude, what? come on, man. You're, what, this doesn't make sense to anybody. John, you were in retail. Yeah. Yes, I was for many years. Yeah. Um, you gave and 4.7. Yeah. Just, I mean, just get seven, man. The, the issue, and, and, and you know, again, like you can charge whatever you want for, for a cigar, but the problem is once you get over that sort of $13, $14 price point, um, any sort of draw or burn issues, you know, and, and, and the burn was great, but like, there's no question that the, uh, the draw issues were one of construction and on a cigar that's near $17, you just can't have that. Like there's just no room for that. Cause that'll kill a brand, especially if somebody is new to the brand and they, you know, they shell that kind of money out. Uh, that's going to look really bad on the brand. And it's also going to look really bad on the retailer who's taking a chance because, you know, retailers have to take a chance on, on, on new brands and, it's just not going to reflect well, um, you know. And unfortunately, like this I said, the, if it's if it's nine dollars, be like man. whatever, who cares? But like when you go over fifteen, it's like, dude, I, you, you can't, you can't. That's Padron territory. You can't. Do I mean, it's a shame Indiana, because. Yeah. Do you remember in Indiana Jones' Last Crusade when he like is holding the goblet and he like walks out? He has to do that leap of faith. Yeah, and it's like his his belief in religion led him this way. I wouldn't do that shit with this fucking brand. Are you kidding me, dude? No, because I'm falling down that fucking cliff, dude. There's no way there's a fucking bridge there, man. I'm sorry, it's just not. This is there's way too many too much inconsistency for this being the second time we've smoked this brand. In I went from what a seven to a four. Yeah, that's that's it's gonna be all over the place. You can't even keep me as a fanboy. Yeah, I hope I hope the other sizes uh, are more consistent and smoke better. That's what I hope. The, All the right, cavalry smoked terrible. Hopefully, the infantry and the artillery do a little there bit. There you better. go. <laughs> Whenever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe, but read the full written review at the website, developmentpalace.com. Uh, follow us on the social media channels. You can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts. So, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>